everybody! Welcome back to another Messy Mom Bun Monday. I'm so excited because we are here for a part two with Miss Trisha. Hello! I'm so excited to be back. Yes, uh, and I'm excited because you gave me some good news that after doing the hard thing but the right thing, you kept your kids for an extra two weeks so that you could make sure that nobody was infected at their dad's house. That was so great. So they're going to be at their dad's house for the next three weekends in a row to make up for the time that they were with me. Oh, wow. So I think, yeah, like... It'll actually be kind of nice, but I am definitely feeling today like, oh my gosh, where are my other kids? This is weird. Like, (laughs) it was nice having them for so long and them being out of school and everything, but at the same time, I was definitely starting to to lose my shit a little bit. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Well, because... It's nice to have a break. (laughs) Yeah, well, and you kind of need a break, too, because you just launched a huge announcement on Facebook. I want you to refresh everybody about kind of what you're doing on top of raising four kids. Yeah, okay, I've got my four kids and I'm a single mom one of them I have full-time the other three of them um, I've got about 70% of the time or so and then I work full-time at just like a corporate job which now they've sent us home to work from home and then on top of that we have a podcast that is called moms on high yes yeah we're rebranding and we're relaunching and we are recording our next episode as our like rebranding launch tomorrow which I'm super excited about hell yeah we love moms on high Hi, we will get into the tea about that. We will strap in. We're so excited. Yes, and then your big one, and then now you're um, you know, now you're doing your grow up, which is so awesome. Yeah, so we are there's um one other mom and I. Um again, everything is like mom ran, mom boss, women ran. Yes. um, And we are working on getting all of our licensing and looking into how to start our own marijuana grow, actually. So we'd have our own strains and everything. We could turn it into our own edibles. Um Dude, you could make an entire franchise brand, if you will, off of moms and moms. Dude. I'm so, so excited about this. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. And I like, we can feel it like in our bones. We know that Moms on High can be huge. It really can be a brand that can all encompass a podcast, a a blog, videos, information, like starting with everything. Like how does marijuana work? How does it work in your body? What is it exactly? How do you use it? How do you get your card? How do you use it legally? Like all of that we talked about. And then our other big thing that we are planning on doing is Cannabis Moms Retreat. Yeah. Oh, fuck so yes. Everything is all Sign me up. food, all organic everything. Like, let's go camping, but pamper ourselves and be stoned all day long. Like meditation <laughs> or like, let's meditation, get stoned yoga. and like hike. Yes. Healing, drumming, hiking. We're going to dance our asses off and it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yes, I'm so excited because, you know, I, not a lot of people know that I met Trish probably at one of the most like messiest points of Trish's life, most likely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was like, wow. Well, I do. I was there. I was (laughs) fucking there. And I remember the first time I met you, I like walked out and you're like, oh, you're pregnant. You're so cute. That uh, was the first time I ever met you. Yes. And I was pregnant too. You weren't yet quite I yet. didn't know you that I was after. pregnant. I It was after. I didn't know that I was pregnant because we went to our meeting and we had a beer. I remember I had a tall. That's right. I, yeah, I had like a tall dosuckies, and I remember feeling so drunk. I was like, 
what the fuck like what is going on i am not a lightweight like i drink tequila and you know this like <laughs> and uh so funny. it was so weird but you hadn't really known me at the time so i was probably acting funny because i felt so like my head was like so weird and it turns out i was pregnant you saying that you that is so funny no now thinking about that because it does seem like you announced right after not too terribly long after that you were pregnant yeah. But yeah, like yeah, you did have a drink. I totally remember that because I remember being the only one that wasn't drinking. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I have a big old belly. Yeah, I was like, oh, I feel so. You were only six months, and you were like, yeah. I've never popped out like this. You guys thought you were having twins. Like it was <laughs> yeah. like, oh my gosh, it was crazy. But you really were. You were all belly, the cutest belly ever. Hot things. And you know what's for crazy? the cutest boy ever? Seriously. Oh, like, I love holding. He's, he's adorable. Oh, he's so <laughs> cute. We love Holdy. We'll probably make him our thumbnail because he's so cute. <laughs> he totally is. He is 15 months. He's trying to explore the world but can't quite use his little leggies to the full extent <laughs> yet. But he's he got... crawls everywhere and gets into everything. He just can't figure out how to walk yet. Dude, it's almost worse when they can't walk and all they can do is crawl. Because Xander, he crawls everywhere to stand up on shit and crawl up it. He is yes. a spider monkey. I'm like, get off your baby gate right now. And he's like right? halfway out of it. I'm like, one of these days, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna turn around and hear a thunk. And it's uh -huh. gonna be because he flipped out of his baby gate I'm after he crawled gate. it. I'm sure he will. Like, and I swear, I don't know how many times Holden has just like completely got himself onto something, like on top of something, on top of this. Oh my like, god! I can't figure out how this kid is climbing on top of things, and like in a matter of seconds. Like, I turn around for a second to get in something out of the pantry what? and then all of a sudden he's like on top of the table just sitting there smiling at me he's like hi oh my gosh <laughs> what are you doing dude that is seriously my kid like it's their toes dude ever look at that like be. it is well xander's got like this octagon we call it the baby it's like the baby dome we love it okay. there's he's got tons of room to run like well not run around but like crawl in and play in and this kid does not do anything but literally spider crab crawl his way across the entire awesome. like he just gets on it and he just shuffles his body like a little crab around That's the entire awesome. thing and we are looking at this dude's toes our kid has some gangly looking funky ass toes we used to make fun of holden's toes all the time too we used to say he had monkey toes like he yeah these long toes that he like curls under and i don't know what it yeah. is yeah that's so that is literally Alexander. He curls them all the way around, just like st he grips it and then stands himself up. And I'm like, get down right now! Oh He's my gosh! So yeah, that it must be their toes. It, I don't know what. I'm telling you, monkey babies. Monkey babies. So funny. They're half monkey. But yes, it's just it's <laughs> so incredible to see you transform. And this is why I like having you on the show because you'll you're. I like to interview moms that I know that I'm going to have back for more because yeah. really at the end of the day, this podcast is all about how we can literally go from rags to riches in the sense of like how self-confident you are now compared to like where you were before, which you were like kind of on the more powerhouse end of things. You were kind of like kind of shy, but like not afraid to use your voice whenever yeah. you were passionate about it. And now sure. you're so, look, I'm struggling and it's sucks but I'm telling the world because it's helping me realize that it's okay and yeah. I'm also a cannabis user because it's how, how would you describe yourself just a medical marijuana patient 
Yeah, absolutely. Like I use, I use cannabis, marijuana, whatever you want to call it medically for sure. I've been very, very sick my entire life and I have a genetic condition that causes a lot of medical issues on top of it. So I use right. a lot of different medication. I've been able to replace all of those with medical marijuana. So I use it medically. Yes. I use it recreationally too, because it does. I look at things and I'm like, recreationally, really? What does that mean? Like I think right. people who are using it recreationally are using it because most of the time they have some sort of stress, depression, anxiety that they're trying to help with. And they're saying it's recreational, but I'm like, really? If you're using a plant that grows in the gram that helps with your depression, anxiety, and makes you happier, that's a medication. I, I do love marijuana also. So, I mean, I use it, like I use it medically, but I use it so I can have fun also and relax and hang out and talk. And Well, and I think um, that's the fun of smoking marijuana, honestly, or, or cannabis, however you want to put it, because what it does is allows you to relax to yes. actually enjoy yourself and what you're doing, or at least that's what it is for me. For sure. But again, yeah. it's not necessarily, I wouldn't say, yeah, I guess the word recreation has kind of an interesting meaning behind it, but yes. I would definitely <laughs> consider you a cannabis advocate. And I love that because, you know, before mm -hmm. you were like, yeah, I think I want to start this podcast. You know, my <laughs> friend and I are talking about it, but you know, it's pretty like it's public. Like once I talk about it, like I'm talking yeah, about it's it out there because mm -hmm. you were tired of, you literally told me, you were like, what is the difference of drinking a glass of wine and smoking a bowl? And I was like, yeah. uh, well, I'm a, I'm a cannabis user. And I think that's kind of when we broke the ice of like both moms who smoked weed. Yes. And I think that like that has been so much of the beauty of the past probably two years or so of my life when I really have started using cannabis more. And I really, because up until about two years ago, I was kind of dabbling around with it, but yeah. I was still on medication. So the past two and a half years or so, I've been able to get off of all those and I've started to become more open. And I think part of the beauty of this is like every time I found another mom that I've kind of connected with and then like, oh, you smoke too? Yeah. And it's like instantly, it's like magic. And you're like, oh my gosh, did we just <laughs> yeah. become best friends? Personally, I like drinking wine by myself in my bathtub with a bowl yeah. next to me. So it was always nice with you. Um, because, yeah. you know, you were someone who was always talking about the next dream that you had or the next venture that you wanted to go on, or, <laughs> which I'm the exact same way. And it was so fun just like bouncing back and forth. And when you and I realized that we both smoked, because uh -huh. I was super open about it. I was like, oh, yeah. And I have the pot leaf tattoo on my leg and I'm all I showing it off. <laughs> and, yeah. and you showed me the space where you were going to record um, Moms mm -hmm. on High. And it was yeah, in, in your fucking closet. <laughs> yeah. In your fucking closet. You had it all zend out. You had these like shelves and these fucking posters and candles and shit. Uh -huh. It was awesome. It was so cool. And I was so excited for you. And I just remember that being a huge... Because you were also like giving me clothes from your kids's you know, keepsake boxes or just yeah. like leftovers that you've had. Because now that I'm a mom and I've had people ask me for clothes... It's kind of hard to give Isn't them it up. Hard? It's it oh is. Oh my gosh, it's so hard. It's kind yeah. of hard, and so I kind of reflected on that, and I thought, wow, Trish gave me like two boxes of baby clothes, and we sat down in that room, talked, uh -huh. just talked about because you were going through court at that point. You and I was, yeah. You and um uh was that baby daddy number one or baby daddy two, number two? Number two. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, he. <laughs> that's so funny. I love that shit. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with having two baby daddies. Okay. No, we do not all. fucking judge <laughs> on this channel. You learn. You are in the yeah. That's how you learn. You live. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and I just remember like you were you were like super mom. You had like posters 
on the wall for the kids. You had all the kids' is rooms, like, with all their fun crafts that they could do and, like, with their rocks in the front because you painted and the garden in the back with your... It was so... But you never acted like it was easy. You guys were always so... Because together, you really were always very transparent with Nick and I. You never, sure. you never yeah. held back feelings. I think that was my favorite thing about having a couple friend couple if you will yeah where we could all be whatever mood we were in or talk about whatever shit was going on but it's nice that even though that you two have split ways that you have seriously kept it so together like (laughs) you have been like you know what this fucking sucks I don't know how I'm gonna fucking do this but I'm just gonna Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna put one foot in front of the other and I'm gonna do it and you asked for help. You've like done so many things to help me personally and Aww, my family, which is so sweet. And I'm just so happy that I'm able to give you, even if it's a very small platform right now, you know, cause my podcast is still very new. This is episode 19. Super stoked about it. But that's still awesome. It's still 19. awesome. That's seriously incredible. I'm so pumped. I can't even believe it. I've grown so much on the channel. I've loved having guests, but I'm so stoked that I have moms that I've picked that I realized that I genuinely want to know more about even though we've known each other for a while and I want the whole world to know too it's like the beauty of podcasting like I don't think that a lot of people like there's a lot of people who love podcasts but I don't think that there's been enough people who have dove into podcasting enough yet to find out the beauty in it like yeah it's incredible how much you're able to learn in life just from people talking and using their voices and their stories it's incredible well that and it's because there's expression behind your words it's not a text it's not a book it's not you know it's so personal and I didn't realize that until I really started talking to all of the moms on my channel because you know the fact that you guys are willing to just be like yeah I'm doing all these things and yeah this gets really tough sometimes or you know I've even had moms who are like no this has been great it's never a bitch fest on the show which I also love all the moms that I have had especially you have been these fucking resilient ass moms like you guys can get knocked down and you guys are not even like phased you're like no (laughs) I'm not even gonna say that's knocked down I just they just fucking are weight off my back that's all that is (laughs) like that's the kind of mom you are I seriously appreciate that I feel like sometimes I am like this powerhouse crazy strong mom and then other times I feel so super duper weak and beat down but I feel like what really gets me up and going again is being able to feel my feelings and realize that I'm a human being and I'm allowed to be angry I'm allowed to be pissed off I'm allowed to be sad I'm allowed to feel like I'm failing like I'm allowed to feel all those feelings but those are feelings and I'm me and like really when it comes down to it let me feel my feelings and then let me move on with my life because I've got a lot of shit to do (laughs) hell yes yes and that's so dude I will so quote you on that that is awesome (laughs) we only we really only do have one life to live if we're not trying to do what we want to do with our lives like what's the point right I wasn't I wasn't meant to come here to just use up air and just survive right yes I was supposed to be here for a reason and there's a lot of things that my heart wants me to do 
And I've got four little mini humans that I have to help shape and mold into being adults so that they can live their dreams and do what they want to do. Right. And so I just, I have to keep pushing and going. I don't even necessarily, I never used to look at myself as a strong person. I was, I was always I really know. small and tiny and like I kind of, I was a little bit shy and introverted. So I've never really looked at myself as a super strong person. But I mean, over the past probably year or so, I'm like, no, you know what? I've been through a lot of shit and I've kept, I just get right back up and scrape my knees up and just keep going yes. okay so you went from if I'm not mistaken high school and then you got married shortly afterwards didn't you I or did, yeah and I was homeschooled also so yeah. I didn't go to a normal high school I was homeschooled and I graduated a year early and I started college when I was 17 right and then I got through about two years of college and then I actually about a year and then I met my ex-husband and we got married a year after that so I got married at 19 so I went from like homeschooled high school to two years of community college living at home with my parents getting married and then I got pregnant four months later oh my gosh it's so nice to to hear you say that it's like you have four mini humans to mold and shape that is the one thing that you're like I know that num number one will always be my kids and that's so Absolutely. admirable yeah thank you yeah like I, I can't imagine life with them not being at the forefront of everything I think about like right? I have all of my dreams and goals and everything that I want to do but if they're not gonna work out with what's best for my kids then those are gonna have to wait right now like they're only gonna be eight six three and one for such a short time before I know it they're all gonna be teenagers and they're not what I'm gonna want to have anything to do with me and I'm gonna be really uncool and right. then at that point I'll, <laughs> right. I'll be able to do more of what I want to do but right now it's like it gets overwhelming that they want me all the time and they love me and they all want to sleep in my bed all the time oh I love um, that but like they're, they're only gonna be this little for so long so I always have to try to remember that there's a lot of skeptics out there who are like oh co-sleeping is bad coddling your children are bad and it's like you know I've even felt over the last three months or so the difference between Xander being an infant and becoming a toddler like a little ba a uh -huh. kid you know and yeah. it's weird because he's gonna be one in like three months mm -hmm. it's so weird like huh? weird it was like I had him yesterday he wanted to cuddle all the time and now it's like I want to crawl around and explore and like unless uh -huh. he's trying to go to sleep you know yeah, and then all of a sudden he wants you and you're his safe place again <laughs> yeah exactly so it's like I've been really holding on to him a little tighter whenever I get to actually rock him to sleep I was saying it's just nice to um hear other moms be like you know it's it's hard to mold and shape, but it's easy to put them at the forefront of my life. Yeah, so. absolutely. I was going to say, like, I think I had this moment, like, over the past, like, two weeks or so with my eight-year-old son because he was, he was my first. Sawyer? And he was Emerson. Emerson, okay. Yes, Emerson. He's my oldest. And, like, it's so funny. My boys, like, look the exact same. Everybody always gets them confused. But, like, they are totally different people. It they so really are. Totally yeah. different. Yeah. And they're almost the same size now, which is weird. But, um, that yeah. So is Emerson, super weird. Emerson, he's eight years old now. And he was definitely one of my clingiest babies and my hardest babies, for sure. It was probably, probably a mixture between him and Holden. But, like, oh. I remember thinking with Emerson being, like, this new 21, 20, 21-year-old 20, mom, like, 
oh my God, like, is this really what being a mom is like? Like, I can't even set my kid down for two seconds because the second I try to like roll over and do this, like scoot out of bed and get my boob away from him, he wakes up again. Oh. And like, literally I couldn't put him down ever. He would scream. He only wanted me. Like I, I nursed him until he was almost three years old. Oh my he gosh. Was in, yeah. He was in my bed until he was probably about five years old. He didn't sleep on his own. And like, I heard so many skeptics of people like saying things like you're, you're coddling him. You're going to spoil him he's gonna turn into this he's gonna this is what's gonna happen to him he won't be able to develop this way and like now my eight-year-old son I, I I can't even brag on him enough he is like one of the most independent responsible kids I've ever met dude he's, he's a good kid he's so such a good kid I just got and to take a shower too. the other day I was here by myself with just me and the kids and I was like I just need to shower really quick and Emerson comes over and he gives me a hug and he's like all right mom I got it. You go take a shower. He babysat all three kids. He kept them happy and he made sure they cleaned up the living room. He got the vacuum out and vacuumed the living room Aww. while he's them and I'm in the shower. That's so like, awesome. Right? He, like, I, there's no way I could be surviving right now without him. He is such a huge help to me. And, like, I try so hard to make sure to not put too much on him. And remember, he's only eight years old. Right. But at the same time, I look at it and I'm like, you know what, all of those people that were telling me how much I was going to be messing him up for the way that I was raising him and trusting my own gut and intuition and the way I knew that I should be handling things with him. Right. Screw all of you because my kid is awesome. Like, well, yeah. Fantastic. Which I knew what I was doing and I didn't mess him up by nursing him until he was three years old. You'd have no idea. Oh, like, yeah. Well, I don't, I think that every mother has an intuition. And at the end of the day, there are mothers who unfortunately don't. There really sure. are moms who are born without it um, or who grow yeah. into it, if you will. But there are yeah. moms like you, like me, like my friend Megan, like Acacia, all of these moms you know, when they got faced with the, oh shit, you know, we wanted mm -hmm. this, but were we ready for this? And then you get it. And yeah. your kids are different than what you thought raising oh, them would be like. Like we all have this image in our heads of what it's going to be like to raise a child. And it's a hundred percent different than when you thought. <laughs> it um, totally is. It's, it's crazy. And you know, I'm very blessed to have, to have Alexander. And it's kind of funny to see how many people try to kind of like pass off advice. Like, oh make sure that you don't you know let him fuss at you or else every time or like don't let him fuss and then pick him right up because if you pick him yeah. right up then then he'll know that he'll only stop fussing until you pick him up and, and you're like I, I will like, pick up my kid whenever I want uh, you yeah exactly I'm like uh thanks but no thanks for that advice I think that you just really have to take what people say and take with a grain of salt and really just let go everybody else's opinion and just turn inward and be like, okay, how does my heart feel about this? If I start to right. have anxiety or first stress about it, then that's not the way I should be parenting. Like, yeah. I feel sad sometimes when I have to discipline my kids, especially now that they're getting older. There's been multiple times that I've had to take things away or not be able to do something because of their behavior. And I definitely feel sad. Um, it's hard to do. But I feel like if there's anything that's causing me anxiety as a mom and it doesn't feel right, I should probably trust that. Correct. Yeah, 100%. Well, and that's where the whole, uh, the I would love to switch into Moms on High too because you and your friend, you're welcome to talk about your podcast um, because I know you're okay. doing a, a relaunch. Yes. Sorry. Um, and <laughs> I think everybody would love to know more about how you've very well managed your life on top of adding in a podcast where you can literally tell your story to anyone who wants to hear it. I guess let me start at the beginning. So don't get okay. too excited. <laughs> I get too excited. I get way too excited. 
with Moms on High. It is a podcast, and then like we were talking about before, it's like literally an entire brand and an entire platform for right. moms who use cannabis. Hell like, yeah. All around, just whether that is you using CBD or um, you being super open about smoking and using THC. We've got lots of moms that work in the industry. We've got parents who don't even use it at all. They're just super duper supportive of people who use it. Um, yes. Just moms all around who are wanting to advocate and normalize the use of cannabis in our families. Yes, like, I love that, that. That's all it is. And so, showing that everyone's responsible while doing it. And that, yeah, it's possible <sighs> to be responsible. Like, it is completely possible to be a full-time mom, single mom of four kids while working full-time and starting a business on your own. And a podcast. While you use, and, yes, and a podcast while you use weed. Like, I am not a lazy stoner. I no. Know, like, I wish that I could sit down on my couch longer. Like, I, it doesn't make me irresponsible. It makes me a better mom. I can pay attention to my kids better. I can pay attention to work better. When I'm not in pain and stressed out and feeling anxious, I can do life a whole lot better. That's, and that's yeah. exactly what cannabis does for me. It takes away my pain. It takes away my depression. It takes away my anxiety. I don't have panic attacks. Um, my, my pain alone causes a lot of issues. Like I get the shakes. I get muscle cramps. I get migraines. It takes all of that away. And so when you take that away, I feel like I'm like, I'm on top of the world. I can do anything when I'm not having those issues. Yeah. Hell so, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. It's, it's a plant. It's a plant. It's a flower. It grows in the ground. Like it was meant for us to use our entire bodies having eco-cannabinoid system that runs through it like our bodies were created to have cannabinoids which is like, amazing i mean yeah absolutely yeah. incredible um with with moms on high that's exactly what it is about so we talk about on our podcast we talk about the medical side of things we talk about the recreational side of things we talk about the legalization side of things we've talked to a midwife we want to be able to talk to we actually have talked to a doctor Not, um, oh i've seen that yep or heard that yeah, like we really want to be able to bring everything into this to be able to just normalize it like it is completely and absolutely normal for a mom to sit there and have a glass of wine or a beer like probably 50 years ago it would not have been but now it is but it's taken people advocating and normalizing that and I feel like we need to be at the point that cannabis is completely legalized people shouldn't be blinking an eye at it if it's a medication that you're using or something that you're using that helps make you a better parent or a better person all around it needs to be normalized because I definitely am a better mom because of marijuana mm -hmm. too and I yeah. think it's funny because when I told my my biological father about it for the first time you know he was super not about it he was trying uh -huh. to basically pull facts that he didn't really actually know anything about and when I tried to send him like an article or like read him something he refused to like l read it but he grew mm -hmm. up in the marijuana madness like reefer madness era and yeah. I'm just like dad that's not real like that was all false propaganda like it's literally proven that that was all false news mm -hmm. and why are and he was like well I don't care and it makes me a bad mom or whatever but you know what's yeah. funny my other dad and my biological mother she um 
they've always been okay with it. They're like, you know what, Courtney? Like, we can tell the difference when That's awesome. when you're on it and when you're not. And it's not in a bad way. It's almost like I can focus. I can yeah. think I can think slower. I can think You're l- present again. Yes. Present. Your mind isn't racing. You aren't somewhere else. You're present. You're there. You can be a mom. You can pay attention to what you're supposed to be doing. Well, right. And on top of the podcast and on top of my misfits business and I'm doing a festival downtown to help small, you know, communities and and stuff That's like awesome. that and it's like, dude, yeah. I have to somehow compart compartmentalize my life to the point where I need to be able to think about a thousand things at one time, but be able to function. And in order to do that, I need to smoke. Right. Okay. So I feel like too, as I'm like getting older, I'm like looking back at like how I've handled things over my life and like looking at my kids and stuff. And I'm almost positive that I have like ADD. I'm almost positive. Like Sawyer has ADHD and I don't think I have ADHD, but I think I have ADD. And so my brain races and the cannabis really like after I smoke, my brain can be racing and I can feel like there's like 300 different things I'm talking about and thinking about. And then all of a sudden I smoke and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, well, these are the five most important things that I need to get done right now. How are yes, we gonna do that? exactly. Like, I can actually do things now, which I could never do before. That's, that's literally the beauty of it. And that's why sometimes, no, the glass of wine doesn't help. The beer doesn't mm-hmm. help because... Yeah. It makes me not want to do shit. And yeah, it makes you tired. And, right. Yeah. And, and it, that's where, like, so I'm definitely a beer girl. I'm not a huge wine girl. I love right, my beer. Right. But, <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with that girl. Definitely a beer girl. But I'm kind of like a snobby beer girl. Like, I like my fancy, like, brewery beer. Oh, oh, I but, know. I know. <laughs> but, like, I do know that, like, I have to be careful when I'm drinking. Because I do know that when I'm drinking, it's way harder for me to pay attention to my kids. If I just have one, I'm usually good. More than that, it's harder for me to pay attention. I'm getting a little bit more irritated with them. I'm tireder. Right. Like, tireder. Is that even a word? I'm more, more tired. tired? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I can't think clearly. I don't want to do anything. I want to lay around. So it's funny that we have this stigma of cannabis making people lazy when it really right. is alcohol I'm like, makes me really lazy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, honestly, if I smoked a bowl, I'd be like, okay, I got to clean the entire house. Where should yes. I start? Uh, <laughs> I should here. probably start in the kitchen because actually I should probably start with all the laundry. I'm going to gather all the laundry together because I can start the laundry and then I can do something else while the laundry's going. Right. You know, like... My brain can actually decipher. It's not like, it's not like when I don't smoke and I decide, oh, I'll day drink today, which is not often because of this fact. And it's only whenever I have the time to actually do like a whole house clean. Um, And I, uh, I'll be like in the kitchen, I'm like washing a dish and then I'll like leave the sink running and then I'll be like, oh shit, I should probably put laundry in the washing machine and I'll just put one load and then I'll like walk into the bathroom because I have to pee and then I'll be like, oh shit, I need to take the bathroom out. Yeah, I'm like, oh crap. And the water's been running the whole time and I'm like oh my gosh this is bad this is all so bad so I just give up because I'm like uh I'm just gonna um do the kitchen and that's it (laughs) yeah no I've totally been there I don't know how many times and like I've definitely struggled over the past couple years with making sure that I'm limiting the amount of alcohol that I'm drinking like there's been certain times too that I've been like you know what I just need two weeks with no alcohol at all and like 
sometimes I just have to listen to what my body is telling me. But I mean, it's like I do, I do like to have a beer on the weekends, and like it is something that I try to limit as much as I can. Right. But yeah, cannabis is definitely like I've had tolerance breaks for a little while. Last November, I was using CBD because I had a lot of anxiety. It was right after I left Holden's dad, and I had a lot of anxiety. But I knew I needed to just let my body detox a little bit. Cannabis is something that I use every single day for sure. Alcohol, it's like I have to limit it because I know that it affects my body in a negative way. Like it can be positive, but we have to be so careful about it. Right. Well, and um, with and with marijuana, it's nice because like after I smoke a bowl, I'm not like, oh crap. There's yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with needing your happy pill or whatever pills, your chronic ache pills, and having to use marijuana. That's what's so nice about not Moms at all. on High. Yeah. Moms on High is like an all around. We accept you for exactly who you are, as long as you're open minded. It's not like a oh we don't like people who don't like marijuana. It's like let us educate you. Like if you exactly. really have an open mind and you want to have a genuine opinion about this topic, then you need to actually get educated and we are here to help for that. And for that's sure. why I love Moms on High. Loves, I think loves all three of us, all three of us that um, are podcasting and running Moms on High, I, all of us against marijuana at some point in our lives. Yeah. So I think that we can really empathize with both th- sides of things. Like remembering that, like, I mean, five years ago, I remember my ex-husband and I getting into fights about it because I was like, no, it's awful. It's bad. Like, this is what it does to you. This is what happens. And like, I was just uneducated. I just didn't know. And yeah. so I really have been on both sides of the spectrum. And like I, our, our entire heart and our passion really is advocating people and telling them, no, cannabis is not bad. Cannabis is a medication for a lot of people and cannabis makes us better moms. Well, I'm just so grateful that there's a, that there is a podcast and a brand and soon to be a platform of, of, of something as important as moms on high. And I'm so excited to actually get to jump on that platform someday when I can be like, ah, I love these guys. You need to buy their shit. You need to listen to the things they say. I love, love it. So please, yeah, please just keep working, keep trying. And, um, I'm just, I'm so happy that you're, that you're on the show and that you came on the show. Cause I also, um, wanted to let everybody know that Trish and I are having ourselves a little girls night. We are drinking a beer. We are smoking some weed after we put our kids down. (laughs) <laughs> and I know I'm sitting out on the back patio. It's so beautiful out here right now. Like, oh, yeah, Friday night right now. Like, we, we get to hang out, get ready for the weekend. Like, we get to have girls night. Yes. Awesome. And I've been loving the girls nights episodes that I've had. And with this quarantine, like, I think it's important for girls and people all around to know that it's okay to stay connected through things like mm-hmm. a podcast or like Zoom. Like, we are using Zoom and it's amazing. We absolutely love yeah. it. Um, it is incredible. I mean, the sound quality is excellent and it's not like, no, they're not sponsoring this video or anything. <laughs> I just, I would love for people now bringing to, to you. Right, now bringing <laughs> to you the sponsor of this channel. <laughs> I freaking wish, no. Sponsor me. One day. Yeah, one day. One day. <laughs> um, I'll put it on the dream board. It'll be perfect. Do it. But we, uh, but yes, I just, I wanted everybody to know that it is so important to have these girls' nights. Yeah. And I think like when we become moms, there like our our kids being born is their birthday but I feel like it's like a day that we're born into a different person also like I always celebrate my kids birthdays transformation of me becoming a different woman and a different mom every time one of my kids kids has been born 
Yes. And it really changes us inside. Like it absolutely does. It rewires things in our brains. I think it does change our DNA. Like it's we are nuts. completely different people. Yeah. You know, we and really like, are. We genuinely are different people for sure. And like you were talking about how important it is to have these these girls' nights and these moms' nights. And like I just keep thinking back to things. So like I'm super duper nerdy and like into astrology and all kinds of stuff and I love all of that. Right. And like if you look into astrology, we are just closing out an era of three hundred years that was the Piscean age and we're coming into the age of Aquarius now. Three hundred years ago they were burning women at the stake, calling any woman a witch who was open minded, who used cannabis or herbs or for crystals, midwives, crystals, anybody that was outspoken anybody anything like that and women were not allowed to congregate together they were supposed to stay home at their homes and be quiet because when women gather together there is something magical that happens and yes. they're so freaking powerful it's not ironic to me that now 300 years later as the world is starting to change again and we're coming into this Aquarian age now that like they're trying to prevent us from coming together again and I'm like well the witches are back like the witches now? are back yes but now we have zoom and like yes. social media so you can't stop us <laughs> that's right can't stop us now and I'm so <laughs> so glad I'm so thankful that you came on the show and I'm sure that everybody else or hopefully all of you other lovely mothers out there are thinking <laughs> about having a girls night this week we are all in quarantine yeah. guys y'all need to get your mental on the uphill so slope important. because it's gonna get worse before it gets better it, it just, will and I think, it will. I think it's gonna get worse for a little while but then all of a sudden right after it get, gets worse and it seems like we're not going to be able to handle anymore then it'll get better in life yeah it's not ever going to return to normal but sometimes that's a good thing sometimes yeah. it's good to let all the bad go but it's not going to be like this forever yeah i agree i am so excited we so will for having me. we will totally have a part three because you have all kinds of amazing stories we're gonna have all <laughs> kinds of fucking parts it's gonna be super great Sweet. And I hope, sounds good to me yes yeah, so i hope that everybody had a great time with me and trish tonight on our girls night because i know that we had a fun night and we will go ahead and see you next week for another messy mom Bun monday bye guys bye, bye.